Michelle. Hey, my love. How's space? You know, it's there. Uh, <laughs> it's vast. It's very vast and wonderful. So, and there, there are always updates. So that's exciting. Um, okay, I'm ready. Yeah, I mean, so one of the things that happened in space that's a bit of an update is um, mm-hmm. this past month, the, another coronal mass injection <laughs> uh, hit Earth. This past month, like we talked about last episode, um, right. it was pretty small. Um, I don't know why people weren't as freaked out about this one as they were the one back in August, but it was really pretty, and auroras could be seen as far south as Nebraska. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, that's pretty far south, and, and as far north from the southern uh, South Pole as... I don't know. Um, they don't really. T- space weather doesn't talk about the southern hemisphere. Um, well, and- isn't that just a little bit too much, like the rest of everything? But okay, go ahead. Well, I've been trying to figure it out, and I like. I kind of just looked at a map, and maybe what the problem is is the land that you can see it from in Antarctica is Antarctica, so no one's really there. Like at least, oh, all right. Like like all at right. the similar maybe. But I, I think it's some bullshit. I do. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first thought. But, you know, I can be wrong. I'm willing to be wrong about bullshit. But you Yeah. Know. <laughs> no, no. It, it feels kind of, you know. Anyway, so yep. that happened. We got hit by a mass ejection. No one's internet went out. It was lovely. Um, so, wait. So, where did the mass ejection, where was its primary hit? Antarctica? Well, no, no, no. I mean, because any time that the that these that these flares hit Earth, you mm-hmm. can uh, they they affect the Earth like the whole way, but you can only see them because of the electromagnetic fields of the Earth. It sort of deflects the radiation and it deflects mm-hmm. all of that, so it, it protects the middle, and it sort of just goes to the edges is where you can actually see it. Oh, I see. Oh, that's very interesting. It's like a, oh, it's because this is space weather, right? So it's kind mm-hmm. of like the earth, like has a little like, like rain slicker on it. Yes. Yeah. It, 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 we do. And it's, it's a cute little shape. It's kind of like an apple, the electromagnetic fields. Okay. Um, anyway, so, <laughs> so yeah, it hit the earth. It was fine. Uh, and hopefully over the next few years, we'll have better protection of our satellite systems. But since no one ever plans in advance for anything, we probably won't. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, oh, we knew that was coming, but yeah, we didn't do anything about it. You have like that weird Cassandra complex all the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, all right. So we had a CME event Mm -hmm. and wow. All right. And, you know, that was fine. And so then also, just to go back to our billionaire troll, they've been up to all kinds of business and publicity stunts and all of the joys that come with having too much money. Um, (laughs) So Richard Branson, like Virgin Galactic, um, Mm -hmm. it postponed its Spaceship 2 flight and began a maintenance period. So a few months ago, the FAA grounded this flight. Right. But they were Mm -hmm. clear to fly September 29th. But then something else happened. And now they're Mm -hmm. not flying until mid 2022. Oh, 
<laughs> Do yeah. we know what something else was? Well, no, we don't. All we know is that it has nothing to do with the spaceship. Well, <laughs> oh, okay. What in the world could that mean then? I don't know. I don't know whether it's a ground control thing. It just seems like, a re or maybe it's a lie. I don't know what type. I couldn't get right. access to the actual press release. But it seemed like it was kind of nonsense. And also, can I just mention that the name of the spaceship is Spaceship Two? It's Spaceship Two. <laughs> <laughs> Shrek Two. Okay, what? A, what yeah, a, and then they um, also they have another one that's called White Knight Two. And I'm like, okay, this is why you need uh, diversity in the workplace because that uh, sounds it sounds like some clan shit. Am I wrong? No, it sounds like some clan shit. I'm not wrong. <laughs> I mean, oh, man, the white knight. Maybe they're like, it's from chess. But, I mean, like, you didn't call it the black knight. So, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. All right. All right. It's just, like, it's all so uncreative, which is, like, kind of interesting, especially from, like, Branson in a way like he just made so much money off of creative people you'd think he would have like kept somebody's phone number I don't know <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not like he's never come in contact with actual talent in his life you know yeah, I mean and it's, it's out there it really is I mean at least it's better than than the government of Russia where everything is Sputnik it's a spaceship Sputnik it's a part of a spaceship Sputnik it's a vaccine Sputnik like <laughs> I do admit it's a pretty great word like I can see where they're a little bit like we'll never top it <laughs> <laughs> oh wow all right so richard because see okay see when i hear this you know oh it's about maintenance quote unquote but it's not about the ship right i just mm. hear richard brands and kind of be like yeah i know i was smiling in those pictures but actually you know i shit my pants and there's no way i am going back up in that thing it's just what i'm hearing right now <laughs> speaking of shitting oneself okay so this may or may not have happened okay so oh, okay it's during that the end of september uh inspiration four which is like spacex they launched some more people into space right because like now it's uh -huh. just like it's just game on civilian space travel who can get it out there the most um and most frequently um and so inspiration four they they sent out these people and they um it like they took a really long time to send pictures back like a weirdly mm -hmm. long time where people were like what happened and one journalist speculated that maybe somebody shit themselves <laughs> oh oh <laughs> it ruined all the pictures and they had to like really like they had to like get it together so that they had like a good photo op. I mean, because we don't really know. So one of the people on the flight was like, I'm a private citizen. So why are my pictures supposed to be public? It's like because you're using technology that was funded by the government. So are you really a private citizen at this point? Right. Um, so so there's that question there. But most. Yeah. So we don't know why it took so long. We don't know why it took so long. Right. All right. All right. All right. Well, and too, like, I just like, 
something like that, you're they're gonna get you. It's gonna be in your waiver. Mm. You, you know, think. like we're gonna use your pictures, and like we're not responsible for lost or damaged items. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you're going to sign off on that. Yeah, I, you know, that must be one heck of a waiver to get on one of those flights. <laughs> I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. And it's like, ma'am, we're going to use your picture whether you shit yourself or not. And I'm sorry you didn't see that in the fine print. <laughs> but it's in there. <laughs> And it's also maybe one of the reasons why we shouldn't be sending civilians into space quite yet. Because it's like, I don't know, like, I can barely handle those roller coasters that they, like, drop you. Yeah, that's, okay. <laughs> this is exactly what I was picturing is, like, one of those, like, kind of, like, amusement park, like, the slingshot rides. Mm-hmm. Where they, like, they pop you up in the sky and then you drop back down. That's exactly what I was thinking. Only it was, like, the cartoon version, too, where everybody gets to the top and they have that glassy-eyed, like, smile on their face. Uh -huh. That's what's in my, what's in my <laughs> mind. Oh, you couldn't get me on one of these things for nothing. No, uh -uh. no, you absolutely cannot. Uh -huh. um, and, I mean, I think that, that that's why Captain Kirk or Passenger Shatner as we shall refer to him, was so reluctant. He was like, you know I'm 90 and not in the best of shape. God, I just can't believe it. Like, I just, like, I don't know. There's so much going on there. Like, I just, yeah. I mean, he's, like, the most space-related face like in American culture, am I saying that right? Like, I think I mean, not really. Like, I, I do think that between him and Leonard Nimoy, like those are like the faces that yeah. people like think of. And yeah, there's like all these other generations and stuff, but those are your classics, you know? Yeah, right. Those are your classics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, but there he is. He's like the most. But he's he's afraid of space. And then when he finally got there, he like made a revelation, and you're like. But you were saying, like, and the thing is, is that if you, you listen to some quotes from the original series, he's been saying deep shit about space for 60 years. I guess mm -hmm. he just never really memorized his lines or knew what he was talking about. <laughs> just... Well, some people can just, like, wax poetic. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's just, they can do it. They don't have to have any real feeling about it. Mm. <laughs> That's true. And no one has really ever accused him of being a great actor, so... Oh, <laughs> that's probably true. <laughs> yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. So he went into space, but he have you said there's a um a term for what happened to him, like psychologically and emotionally. So yeah, apparently there's this thing that like a cognitive shift, they say, that happens to people when they go into space and see the line between Earth and space, where they realize that it's all one thing and that the atmosphere is really fragile and there's just like not a lot keeping us from destruction. Um, and it's called the overview effect. Um, and this, this happens a lot, apparently, but what I don't understand is I have the overview effect and I've never been to space. I just have empathy as a human being. Like, I just don't get why you have to go to space to know this. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I get you. Like empathy, and I feel I feel like sometimes it's also a certain kind of quest for knowledge about things. Um, mm -hmm. in a way, I mean, and too, just if you see human beings as the center of things, whether you if you don't question that, I think you can really move along and feel like everything is in service to you. You know, I mean, I've had, I mean, I've felt, I feel like that's layers of human beings being the center of things has been pulled back for me, like over and over in life to a certain degree that now, like, I'm just like, we're vaguely a part of it all, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> right, but I mean, I think, like, even, like, the way, you know, when I was younger, that I would see, like, household pets, like, even, you know, like, I felt like they were more, like, you're supposed to make me happy, or whatever, and now I'm, like, no, I get it, I do everything, like, for you, like, you have your own, like, destiny, and thoughts, and feelings, and stuff, and I just feel like, that's you know that just years ago that's one of probably the first thing that got like peeled back for me i'm like oh that's not you don't really like exist to just do whatever i think you should do anyway <laughs> that is actually <laughs> not freedom but like it's right. very like culturally specific too because like i feel like there have been other societies of people throughout history who have always known this and they've never had to go to right. space so <laughs> yes, I agree. I agree with that. I I get that. I mean, like even like what I'm saying about like household pets or or you know other places where I've had that. You know, in the environment, I feel like that's happened. With, I'm like, oh, like we're you know like this isn't really here for me to just like control and and all these things. I do feel like that's cultural, and I feel like it's you know that that's. I was kind I was really handed this culture that's like everything is you know in a way it's like I wasn't even raised with religion but it's very religious in a way it's you know because that's kind of what Christians say like God gave us all this stuff to use and when we destroy it God's going to give us another one I mean that's <laughs> You know, and then I feel like, like American capitalist patriarchy is, has that exact same like point of view, give or take God. That's enough. That's optional. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that's, that's actually really funny. And I was just thinking, I was like, so is he going to give us like a second son? Because clearly the first one didn't bring us peace in the way that he was supposed to. So <laughs> I'm cutting that I part mean, out. I I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting that you bring up Christianity as well, because as I've heard this in terms of people um, trying to understand extraterrestrials or like mm -hmm. extraterrestrial consciousness, bodies with consciousness, right? Because I think mm -hmm. life form versus whether or not you know it is like a very different thing, like whether you're a microbe in space floating on an asteroid or whether you're coming on a spaceship from another galaxy. These are very mm -hmm. different constructs of what extraterrestrial life looks like. Um, yeah, okay. And so one of the, the reasons why it would be, like, devastating for Christianity in particular if the extraterrestrial mm. consciousness came down um, is that there's something about Earth being sort of like the only thing. It's like much more embedded in Christianity than it is in other religions. I don't. Know. Oh, uh huh. Okay. 
<clears throat> oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess really extraterrestrials present a lot of problems for religions. I really hadn't thought about that much. Before. I mean, think of how long it took them to admit that Earth wasn't the center of the universe. Right. <laughs> so. That's really true. That's really, really true. Like, yeah, the all of everything is actually not revolving around this rock. Yeah. But it's yeah. definitely revolving around that sun, and that sun is for us, and it's ours. You know, there's still that that possessiveness. Um, yes, right, right. It's yeah. ours. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I just keep seeing memes with Jesus and the dinosaurs together. I just, I'm sorry, my head just filled up with them all. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I just feel like you just have to add a little green man in there and we're good like, we're good i mean <laughs> well yeah that's i mean they did you know supposedly find you know cave drawings have what appeared sometimes to be from space so or they could just be like headdresses or they could just be like headdresses <laughs> yeah yeah, that's a good point. It's a really good point. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Eventually, somehow, we're, all these questions and more will be answered. <laughs> and I mean, I think that we will eventually have to have the, the, the extraterrestrial episode. Um, um, so, yeah, so William Shatner went into space. Uh, Oldest man, oldest person to ever go into space. That is the only historical part of the trip. Um, you know, physically keep, the oldest. Physically the, the oldest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, and uh, you know, and there's also okay. So something that happened in the coverage of the space flight that I think is important to address is I don't know whether they all went to the same press meeting or whatever but everyone said the same thing it's finally so like they the the dialogue is now oh space is for regular people and i'm like i don't know what your definition of regular is like famous uh -huh. actors and incredibly rich people because that's not regular to me um mm -hmm. so that's already weird that it's been repeated over and over again um and the other thing that's scary is the fact that if you recall, we talked maybe last month or the month before that, Jeff Bezos is actually in a lawsuit with NASA and the Government Accountability, uh, Government Accountability Office over a contract that was given to Elon Musk, right? Oh, right. Okay. No so actively they're in this lawsuit. Actively, he has a lawsuit against the government, the U.S. government, and no one brought that up, which I find a little strange because this is a Blue Origin Bezos flight, right? And everyone's just talking about Shatner and regular people and Star Trek, and you're like, wait a second, this person is suing the government, and none of you thought that this was a time to bring it up. Oh, wow. Right. Wow. Because that's like kind of maybe should be the main point of the story. I mean, yeah. that's pretty wild. I will say Blue Origin <laughs> is a way better name than White Knight, but anyway. <laughs> it is, out of all of them, it is the best mm -hmm. name. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Like, oh, well, I'm pretty good with that. 
Except um, you, you, you made it shaped like a penis. So it's like, <laughs> mm, I don't know. Oh, suing the government. So I wonder how long is this going to be? I mean, because he's saying I should have gotten this contract, not little Elon. Yes. Or he's saying that there was some unfair practice in Elon getting it. So first he sued NASA. Then the Government Accountability Office was like, actually, the it was on point and the contract was awarded completely legitimately. And then mm-hmm. he came back and then sued the Government Accountability Office. Why? <laughs> he's... <laughs> He's real oh, salty. To be Jeff Bezos. <laughs> He's like, I'm suing everybody. Stop me. I can afford to do this forever. <laughs> exactly. He wants to be able to build the moon base, which we'll get to. So, like, okay, so last update, uh, unless you have any more questions. Uh, I don't think so, but I do want to add this in. I, I just saw this headline today. Um, Elon Musk has offered Jeff Bezos a silver coin just as a token because I think Elon Musk is now like richer than Jeff Bezos or something like that. But anyway, so like like their, their like beef with each other is like the petty is on. <laughs> Is all I'm saying because he's like, let me give you, let me give you a shiny new nickel, basically. It's a commemorative coin of how you're not that Uh rich anymore, except you're still totally rich. You're so rich, but you know, I'm Elon Musk, and you're not. Basically, (laughs) and you know, just when I'm almost about to respect that man. <laughs> when you put Ari, when you put Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos next to each other, I'm like, this is so unfair. Like what you're doing to me right now, like psychologically, is so unfair. <laughs> it's so true. Ugh, but outside of both of so now the billionaire troll is over. That was a long one. They they've they've been doing a lot this month. Um just in other news, Space Force, mm-hmm. uh, they released their new uniforms. Yeah, so oh, Space right. Force, if you remember, was proposed by Donald Trump, and he wanted it to be its own agency, but then Congress was like, that's too much bureaucracy, just put it under the Air Force. Okay. 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 So now Space Force has released their new uniforms, and if you look at them, they are so Battlestar, you will die. It's just like, it was immediate, right? And people were like, people in defense of it were like, well, actually, it's because it's a naval, it's a take on a naval uniform, and Battlestar was a take on a naval uniform. But then you look at their logo, and it looks just like Star Trek. Like the, the Federation, right? It, to the point that when they released the logo, George Takai said, George Takai tweeted, Ahem, we are expecting some royalties for this. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That is funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so wow. it's. It's pretty wild. I mean, I I appreciate it. But then I realized, I was like, wait a second, what exactly is Space Force for again? Um, You know, and apparently it's for like outer space defense. Mostly right now, it's for satellites. 
Um, but if you go to their website, uh, their logo is the sky is not the limit. Guardians what? wanted. What is wanted? Guardians. Oh. Oh, now you can tell that came directly out of the Naval Marketing Office. That, yeah. you, you can tell that that's like, that's, uh, or the Air Force Marketing Department. You can tell that's some like military marketing for sure. Oh, oh my goodness. The sky is, not, I ha oh, so much is going through my mind right now. Like your uniform has been a favorite Halloween costume among kindergartners for 30 years. Um, so there's that, just for starters. <laughs> and then, oh, the sky is not the limit. Well, all right. I mean, I guess I can't really argue with that marketing campaign. I guess that's true. <laughs> well, I think it's Guardians, weird. But yeah. Wait, so, but Space Force is supposed to beat up, like, asteroids, right? So, that's one of its things. So, one of its okay. things is asteroids. One of its things is satellites. Um, and then, okay, so like there's... satellites, this, like Russian satellites. Yeah, I mean, like, or, like, if there, if any other country weaponizes satellites, we're ready to weaponize ours first. Yeah. Well, I assume, I assume that, I'm sorry, as an American, I'm like, well, you got guns on those things, right? <laughs> I mean, they shoot, right? Well, I, okay, I mean, right. Right, but that's the thing, that goes against all of the treaties that we have. So, oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, I'm such an American, I'm like, wait, can they do that? We gotta have guns on those things, no, it's okay. <laughs> well, I mean, that's why it's called the Defense Department, not the uh -huh. Aggressive Department. I'm sorry. Yeah, That's why it's right. called the, not the, the offense department. Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. It's just I, like I said. It's it's hard for me as an American. I can't keep up with that. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not for this. I'm just saying that, like, literally in my mind, you have a satellite, and it's an American satellite. It has guns on it. it just, I assume I really do that. Think that way. Yeah. No, it's fair. I think that everything that is American is somehow weaponized. <laughs> I have to 100% I expect it, you know, like, you know, I don't like, I don't like go in a cart past like the cheese section at the grocery store without ducking, you know what I mean? Like, so, <laughs> I'm like, ah, ah, oh no, look, it's okay. It's okay. It wasn't, it wasn't looking at me funny. All right. We're good. Yeah, pretty much. Get down on the ground. Get down on the ground. Yeah. Okay. No, see, it's good. No, we're fine. It's good. We're fine. We're good. Well, I mean, so <laughs> there's another, there's another quote. I'm sorry. Just like the, the landing page to, to Space Force. There's so many gems on it. Um, so there's this quote and it just says, we track about 37 objects orbiting over 17,000 miles per hour and our entire way of life depends on protecting our satellites from attack day and night. So yeah, space is hard. What? Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. They got it all in there. It goes fast. It never sleeps. It's hard. We like that. Um, 
<laughs> it's like it needs protection. They they did like, it. They got it all. Yeah, they I got mean, it all. They're like, like how those do- satellites are just damsels in distress. It's hard when you see a damsel. <laughs> but he, they don't talk about picking them up after they're disused. They're, if they're not like we're like the global garbage service, no. Well, no. I mean, that only pays like fifteen dollars an hour. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Which is a shame, because we make a lot of garbage. It's a very, you know, what, what is it? Under, not underrepresented. What do you call it when people don't... Underappreciated. That's the word. Yeah, very mm-hmm. underappreciated. So mm-hmm. you have this aspect of Space Force, but then I saw this article where Space Force wants to learn how venture capitalists assess startups. Now, this one's interesting to me. Okay. Because that means Space Force wants to find out what we're spending money on, right? So because this is a new, this is such like a new burgeoning commercial industry, we have this government agency that's like, are you swindling us? Is this really worth $5 billion? You see what I'm saying? Uh Uh-huh, yes. So in a weird way, that's, I feel like that's good. Okay. Like, how are you? Somebody's asking questions. These are the good questions. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, line item 17. (laughs) But they have to be wearing the Battlestar outfits while they're doing it. (laughs) I'm sorry. They all have little pointy ears in my mind, too. Like, that's just part of it. You put on your little ear cuffs. (laughs) Yep, you do. It's like, now you're serious. Now you're real. Now you look like you're going to space. There you go. So that was, it's, yeah, that's, that's space for us for you, I guess. I don't know. You should definitely, if you can look up the the uniforms, because. That sounds pretty great. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, you were going to ask? Well, was there something going on with this, the the how to make the suits for women? Was that like a issue that was happening? Okay, so that so that is a different issue. So I, I guess now this is a good segue to talk about the Artemis project. Okay. Um, so our main story <laughs> is the Ooh. Artemis project. I know we're a main story podcast now. Um, so it's about the Artemis project. And so the Artemis project is in propaganda terms, trying to get the first woman and person of color on the moon. Right. So that's how Mm -hmm. they're, that's how they're inspiring us and telling us that this is necessary because of diversity. But what Mm -hmm. it really is, is us just trying to build a moon base. <laughs> right. I keep seeing Four. moon base Barbie in my mind yeah. too, by the way, but go ahead. Yeah, I mean she's she's gonna have a better spacesuit than the ones before her because they're upgrading them. So okay. <laughs> right. um and part of the reason why they want the moon base is because the moon base then is part of like the lunar infrastructure or the intergalactic infrastructure or whatever space infrastructure that we need for mining, money-making, getting to Mars, whatever. Um, So one of the issues that people were having 
were spacesuits for women. So a few people, and I'm, I'm going to be very binary in my speech right now because I haven't really heard anything that isn't binary. I have not heard of a trans astronaut yet. I have not heard of really anything out of that sort of normative space. Um, okay. So I can only talk about it the way that I read it. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so a few years ago, there was a spacewalk, and they wanted it to be two women doing a spacewalk. But then they found out, and it would have been the first women-only spacewalk, but then they were like, oh, these spacesuits don't fit. Now, you've seen spacesuits. They look ridiculous. They're completely bulky. What does that mean? Thing is, what I found out is that spacesuits are actually modular. That is, they put together parts with parts. So your arms are one size. You screw that into a torso that's a different size. You screw that into the leg part that's a different size. So they can mix and match. But mm -hmm. since it's NASA, they were like, oh, women are just small men, so it doesn't matter, right? Mm -hmm. But then someone mm -hmm. was going to go on the spacewalk, and she was like, this torso does not fit. Like, if she, if she could have put on the, the torso, right? But then the arms that it worked with it would have bent in the wrong place and she would have had to work twice as hard, run out her oxygen at half the time because she was working twice as hard and therefore mm -hmm. not be able to compete the mission on time. So, okay. So there's some, so they need, I mean, I would think they would have different size torsos too and different size arms and different size legs, right? But the thing is, is that it's not just the size, it's also the shape. Interesting. Okay. Because so the way, yeah. The, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm fascinated. Oh. oh, yeah. So because like if you, yeah, so the way that the, the torso actually fits into it, um, it wouldn't work. Like, you know, like have you ever just like worn like an oversized men's t-shirt and it just kind of like looks goofy sure. on the, <laughs> on the top, uh -huh. you know, that it's uh -huh. like, it's like that, except it's life or death. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just, all right. I, I mean, I can kind of go along with that, but then like too, like if I get a small, like there's men that are my size. But it doesn't fit right though. Huh. Think about it. Even if you get a small men's t-shirt, it's still, it does something funny. You know, that's why people always do those things huh. where they like cut the little top open, you know, you get that little V-neck. <laughs> sure. I mean, you know, I'm... Okay, I t-shirt, sure. Exactly. So that's why they're 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 modifications that you can make with a t-shirt. But but with that with huh. that just the way that they that they were fitting together just wasn't working. So part okay. of the goal of the Artemis project is they're developing a better spacesuit. One a spacesuit isn't actually like a suit. It's like mobile equipment, which I kind of think is interesting. Oh, yeah, that's fascinating. So a spacesuit is actually an extravehicular mobility unit. Oh, oh, I got a chill. That gave me a chill. An uh -huh. extravehicular, an extravehicular what? Mobility unit. Mobility unit. Yeah. I'm doing the acronym on it. Okay. Wow. I love that. I want one. I don't know what I would do with it, but like, it just sounds really cool. You'd walk around. It sounds like I could do anything with it. You can. You can walk around all day Mardi Gras and never have to use the bathroom. You can just pee your pants. 
that's 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 cool. Like if you've never been to Mardi Gras, for anybody who's listening, you may have never been. Like you don't understand. Like that's the shit right there. It, like, that's it really cool. becomes. I feel an like issue. I could like. I feel like I could like pop out wheels and like roller skate, maybe like a can. <laughs> like whatever. <laughs> I'll eat some Mardi Gras tuna. I don't know. <laughs> that sounds like a that sounds like a euphemism. Is what I was about to say. <laughs> You're right. It does. It does. I don't need a can opener for that though. Um. Oh my god. I yeah. Just, okay. I literally spit out my water. <laughs> <laughs> I, they've got me on this suit though now i'm mm-hmm. sold and like i mean like i could like access like you know my social media and stuff like just like with my sweat or whatever right like i could like it just sounds like god it sounds I mean, like i would like it it seems like they're doing a lot of advances um so furthermore and, and also because it's the first suit that women were involved in the initial design of it that they're actually trying to make it so it is non-specifically gendered. They're like, we just want to make this for bodies. Yeah, that's the best best route to go. Yeah. That's the way to take that. Yeah, so it's like you might have you might have a a bump here or like, yeah, however however your curves may happen. Um, We want to make sure that they are taken care of Um, because there's another spacesuit that they're building that isn't the extravehicular mobility unit. It's more for, okay, how do I explain this? It's still going to be attached to like a car with a hose, like, but in space, like on the moon base. So they are going to like drive around on these like rovers. And then instead of all of this space being used up in the actual rover, by these giant spacesuits, they're figuring out like oh. a smaller version that you can just plug in and you just like kind of go 20 feet from where the car is. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Ooh. Yeah. I'm in so. on this. And also just like <laughs> their Eve moves. Like if you do the little, you do the little acronym on them, E-V-M-E-U, their Eve moves. Ooh, I like that. Which I think sounds great. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> I do. I would totally. I get an Eve new. Yeah. So the so also let's see what else about the Artemis project. Well, maybe we can back up and just talk about who Artemis is for a second. Yeah. Right? Okay. Right. Beca- because it's girls. It's Artemis. Because right? Archer is that the Archer? She's the Archer, and she's the goddess of the moon. It's in fact weird that that wasn't the name of the first one. Oh yeah, that's another good name. That's another one. Like Artemis, Blue Origin, Sputnik. They've got me. I'm down. Sputnik six hundred, whatever. So Artemis is the goddess of the moon. She is the goddess of the moon. So like I'm saying, why was the first mission Apollo if you're going to the moon? Oh yeah. Same. Right. Well weird. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, things are things are advancing in a positive way. We're going to make spacesuits just for bodies. Yes, and um, and we're going to talk about Artemis. Mm-hmm. And Space Force is going <laughs> to go hard for satellite. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one step at a time. I just whenever when I read that quote, I was like, did somebody say that to their Navy Seal brother to sound badass? 
Space mm. is hard. Navy SEALs. <laughs> um, so there's so there's that. Um, but but when when they talk about the Artemis project, it is building space infrastructure where it's going to be ground control. Then there's going to be this other little thing called the gateway, which is in between Earth and the Moon, and that which is like a midway station. And then they're going to build the base on the Moon. Okay. All right. And the timeline is like 2040 or something incredibly close. Okay. All right. I I don't know. I was expecting you to say sooner on that one. Just because other times I'm like, whoa, that's happening tomorrow? Well, well, okay. The the lunar landing is happening tomorrow. That's 2024. Oh. So the landing is going to happen tomorrow, 2024. But the actual fully functioning base is in 20 years. Fully functioning. Okay. All right. Right. That's soon. That's soon. I cannot stop seeing Barbie doing this. I don't know why, but I just keep seeing space station building Barbie in my mind. I can't help it. Do you see a Barbie? A what? I I was going to say, do you see like a Barbie dream house in space? Like Barbie's moon house? (laughs) Yeah, a little bit. I do. I do. I don't know. I can't help it. I guess it's just because so much of like this talk sounds like toys and amusement, (laughs) you know, and I just can't. Now I can't unsee it. (laughs) Also, also space Barbie would need an epically weird spacesuit because isn't Barbie proportion proportion totally fucked up? She's like, actually, like... (laughs) Uh-huh. She's totally fucked up. Yeah, she. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna need like you'll have like, yeah, you'd have like spacesuits for bodies, and then you'd have like or Barbie. That'd <laughs> 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 be it. <laughs> maybe that's All the what other the other dolls. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what the problem was the first time around. They were like, all the men got together and they're like, what do women look like? And they like got a Barbie doll and they're like, it okay. Could, <laughs> it could be. I mean, I know every time we talk about like the spacesuits, I just, the one panning scene from that terrible Jennifer Lopez, Ben Affleck film called The Cell. And the, it opens with the camera like panning like spacesuits hanging on hangers like the people are asleep and this is the camera panning in and you go down this line of um spacesuits which are all men you know it's your basic cast with the five people and one of them you know her character is girl right mm-hmm. um so so you see all the spacesuits and then there's jennifer lopez's suit on a hanger but it has these great big old boobs in it and this great big old booty in it and it just cracks me up and so every time you're t- whereas the other suits just look like they're gonna kind of like fix your car or something <laughs> like right right like so actual like like, like yeah. actual like actual engineers Yes, like actual engineers. (laughs) And then there's like Jennifer Lopez's suit, which is like already has like boobs and ass in it. But I don't. So the whole conversation that we're talking about this, I just keep seeing that opening scene from the cell and how it looks on its hanger, you know. But any, I, you know, so yeah, but all of this space stuff for me, apparently, visually is very, um, toys and movies and things but they're not helping me with that with a lot of their like names and their lingo they're not helping me now 
put it into the real <laughs> world, like mentally or psychologically. Mm. Well, because I mean, it is pretty unreal. Like, because it just it it's the disconnect is so immense that you. You know, we talk about this all the time, that you have such inequity on Earth, and yet they're going forward with these plans that don't seem to make any sense. Um, Right. And, you know, aside from, like, the stuff with the asteroids, you know, makes (laughs) sense. You know, I mean, space weather, these things make sense. But all of this tourism and um, a good bit of, of, of the logistics around what they're trying to do... It it doesn't make any sense at all. Mm-hmm. Well, because I just don't know how much money is being made. You know, like like, and what is it that they're going to mine? I mean, even mm-hmm. when like they were talking about where they want to build the space station or this the moon base because it's closer to the moon water. That moon mm-hmm. water that they're talking about isn't to bring back to Earth, like in bottles or anything (laughs) Mm -hmm. not not, not yet well yeah yeah not yet right there's also i didn't realize that there's a product called moon water yeah it's apparently it gets you it's blessed during the full moon Mm -hmm. yeah you can make that at home just for anyone (laughs) who's listening if you put some water outside at night you got it that's why I was so surprised when I saw that. I was like, what are you doing that I can't? Like, but I guess people buy Nothing. iced tea. I don't know. I mean, that's true. And, like, if it has a cute label, I'm not saying. Like, if you make a cute bottle with a cute label that I won't buy your I'm not. I, I'm not saying that. I might. Yeah. But, but that, that's still, I was, I was in stitches because it's like the, they were like, and it cures cancer. Like there were all of these claims of what the moon water does. I was like, this is whoa. not what I came here for, but I'm going to stick around <laughs> for a minute. <laughs> Color me That's curious. interesting because like I expect the moon water to be like, I don't know, like not, I guess by moon water, they mean that it is like drinkable by humans. Okay. Right. Of course. Let me readjust. Wait, 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 I expect the, it to make me like glow or something. Wait, the the moon water from Earth or the moon water from the moon? The moon water from the moon. Okay. The moon water from the Earth, I know it's just coming out of the tap, so it's not drinkable. I already know that. Um, but now I'm questioning whether moon water from the moon is it is potable. That's what they're that's the whole point, right? It's it's partially potable, but it's like it would take a lot of filtration because it's like it's like in ice. It's very icy. Uh, and so that means there's a ton of dirt on it, so you'd have to melt it. But what they're interested in is using it for propulsion systems propulsion systems so like fuel like if you mix the moon water with some hydrogen then you can fuel your spaceship up before you go to mars or jupiter oh my part of me is like cool and the other part's like no you remember what happened here remember what happened here (laughs) they found some shit here that could make an engine run <laughs> Earth, don't forget. I mean, I guess, but the moon doesn't have an atmosphere. Okay. There's no greenhouse effects. Right, but is like but moon, I'm sorry, but is 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 moon water a finite resource? 
Are we like, are we just starting the whole process over? You are indeed correct. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> oh, I love space language, though. I'm going to be really sold on this space stuff soon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just still think that it's, you know, like, I just want it to be a little bit more. Bring me back home, scientists. Like, tell me why I should care. And also, does this mean you will fund public schools? Yeah. So. <laughs> right. Um, right. Yeah. And if you're a private company, then it's like, are there any sort of rules that you have to face? Like, when you get a contract with NASA, like, do you have to have a matching grant or something? You know, like, it just seems, yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah. Very ungrounded. That's that's the word for it. <laughs> and they're like, that's right. It is, because we're in space. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So that's pretty much all I have to say, unless you have any questions or comments or anything. I don't think so right now. I learned so much today, as I always do. I'm super down for the Eve Moon, for sure. I'm uh -huh. ready to, like, I'm ready to see that stuff on the catwalk, you know, so I'm into that. Um, <laughs> space Mission Barbie's probably been done, you know, I'm sure. Um, so, we'll, but we'll see that, you know, that will, that will evolve, I'm sure, along with reality. Um, right. Yeah, no. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I can. I. It's true. I can see NASA making some sort of like um, partnership with Mattel, like a special yeah. edition. Especially because like, I bet they already have that. I mean, um, I'm just like you know, I haven't kept up with my Barbie news, <gasps> you know, but I'm sure she's exists. I mean, okay. I can see it. Yeah. Can, I just looked it up and she's yeah. totally here. Mattel Reese's yeah. toy of Sojourner Rover. So oh. it's Barbie. She's in a pink suit and she has a fairly decent replica of a Mars Rover. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Barbie kicking it in her pink Rover. All right. Space is on now. It's on. We're turning back, man. <laughs> <laughs> when Barbie gets there, we ain't playing. That's how they really know the Americans have been there. They're like, it's Barbie and she's armed. Yeah. <laughs> Do they, I'm surprised they don't have survivalist Barbie yet. January 6th Barbie. Pepper Barbie. <laughs> Pepper Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's true. <laughs> I mean, that's the sad part is the first time we've talked, like, I really feel explicitly about women. It was about clothing. So, like, mm. one feminist part of myself is kicking the other feminist part of myself. <laughs> there are two wolves inside you. Yeah. Um, they're both mad. Uh, yeah, I can feel it. Yeah. Well, I, well, we'll come back to the history of, of like women and space travel later, mm -hmm. and, and in a different episode, I'm sure. Uh, but it's just those uniforms were just too funny not to talk about. Um, yeah, and and really interesting, actually, just that the, really interesting the way that that's moving forward, like the recognition that we need to have all of these different interchangeable parts so that all mm -hmm. different kinds of bodies can be 
properly fitted so that you don't have to do a lot of um, extra extra unnecessary um, physical labor. That's mm -hmm. actually really interesting. So. Yeah. Um, and, okay, so our shout out uh, today actually goes to Lieutenant Allison Gonzalez, Deputy Chief Strategy Decision strategy division in Space Force. Um, and the reason why she gets the shout out is because she was the woman used in the Space Force uniform rollout. So there were loads of pictures of her all over the internet. I had to search to find her actual name. It oh. was really weird, right? Because oh, yeah, right. usually under a photograph, they'll give the name of the person who's being photographed, right? Usually they like to do that. Yeah, no, I I had to hunt to find out that that's what her name is. Okay. Uh, she's a woman of color. And um, what's her name? One more time. Lieutenant Allison Gonzalez. Okay. And nice. she's in the strategy division of Space Force. The only information I can find from her is uh, on LinkedIn, of all places. Mm -hmm. So I'm just mm -hmm. going to read what she says about herself. Uh, cool. She's a bold agent. Wait. She is a bold change agent with a breadth of experience in operations, management, communications, and congressional interaction. She successfully led multiple levels of government within the Department of Defense, Intelligence, and numerous agencies in the private sector. So maybe wow. she has a very high security clearance, so they're not telling us who she is. <laughs> oh. There might be okay. a strategy to that, so I hope eh, that's whatever. Well, I love how her LinkedIn is like, I speak Congress. <laughs> <laughs> I can translate to these people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a big, that's a very big skill, Lieutenant Gonzalez. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. So anyway, I think that that, I, I feel good and um, yeah. I don't know. Well, fantastic. Thank you very much, Maya. I look forward to, uh, to talking to you next time. Thank you so much for listening and always looking, always a pleasure. Looking forward always. to next month. Okay. Right. Bye. Bye.